Welcome to the Mile High Podcast. We're your guides through sordid tales of movies, music, and pop culture. Our show is best experienced under the influence of cannabis, so now's your cue to light up. Now remember, drugs are dangerous. Please use responsibly, but do subscribe. And now your hosts, James Thomas and David Hawk. When Welcome to the Mile High Podcast. Uh, I know it's been a hot minute since we've seen you here. Uh, we definitely had some shows planned over the last couple of weeks that we've unfortunately had to cancel. Um, and for good reason. Um, unfortunately, uh, last week, uh, our buddy James, uh, his uh, father, unfortunately, lost his battle with uh, ALS. Um, it's He fought uh, just valiantly for over almost three years uh, James was saying, and um, ALS is one of those things where uh, once you get the diagnosis, you know what the eventual outcome is going to be. But uh, James's dad, uh, Malcolm Dwayne Castellot, fought uh, like a hard son of a bitch that, uh, you know, he fought and fought until the very end. And uh, um, James and his wife, Mel, and his brother, Chris, and especially his mom, Laura, they were by his side 24-7 for almost the last three years. And um made his uh suffering um ease the suffering just a little bit um but uh unfortunately um last week uh poor Cass uh he uh, lost his battle there and uh I grew up with James James and uh, DW and I we have been together since we were like three years old so uh Cass was my Cub Scout leader and I've known him for you know my whole life basically and uh he was a, a genuinely good dude and just hearing how much he meant to people at the, the service the other day was uh, really inspirational, really inspiring. You know, you can all wish to uh, live a life as full as uh, James's father, uh, Malcolm Dwayne Castellaw. Um, so I wanted to honor not only, not only Cass and his life, but also to James, Mel, and uh, Chris, who are all, you know, such important figures here at Trekkie Pacific and Mile High Podcast. Um, they were with him at the very end and, um, they, they gave up their whole lives for the last three years to, uh, make, uh, Cass's suffering a little bit, uh, easier to bear. And so we want to take a little, this time to, uh, um, give a moment of silence and also reflect on uh, the amazing life of, uh, Malcolm Dwayne Castellaw. All right. Well, that uh, that's a, always a fun way to uh, start a comedy podcast by talking about dead people. But um, tonight is actually going to be a pretty fun show. Uh, obviously, James is going to take a little bit of time off. But uh, with us tonight, uh, we are so excited to have as our guest host, we have Kim Neubauer. How the hell are you, Kim? It's been a minute. I'm really good. How are you doing? I'm doing well, doing well. Thank you so much for one uh, coming on with us and uh, being super flexible last week. Um, you know, you were super understanding and uh, very thoughtful in your comments to James and for his whole family. So thank you so much for coming back on with us. I think uh, what James did is amazing and uh, happy to be supportive. Absolutely. Uh, James and his whole family, they have, like I said, they sacrificed their whole lives to, to take care of Cass and uh, 
now they can um, go on living. And we're excited to uh, get James back here as uh, whenever he's ready. Uh, in the meantime, you know, Kim, uh, we love having you on and we, you know, we love to make you uh, a big part of Mount High Pacific going forward, or uh, um, Chucky Pacific and Mount High those. Podcast going forward. Yeah, we love having you on. You're just a, a fun person to have on because you're, you know, just geeky Thanks. enough to fit in with us and you love cannabis just as much as we do. So uh, we love having you on. So thank you so much for uh, coming on with us tonight. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so as is tradition here on Mount High Podcast, uh, we always like to start off with uh, one, you know, what's new? What are you up to? Um, well, I've finished the cannabis that I was growing, so that's really exciting. Um, chopped it down a little bit ago, about a month ago, you know, let it do its thing and, um, trimmed it up and it, it's amazing. So that's mostly what I've been up to. I did a little traveling, got to see the ocean. Oh, you did. Where'd you go? I went to San Diego. Well, actually I went to Monterey Bay and I drove down the Pacific coastal highway. Oh, great. If you're going to see the ocean, that's like, yeah, that's, that's a great stretch of highway to go to for sure. Totally. Yeah. Um, What have you been doing? My God, my, my life right now is, uh, full of chaos. Um, I am, I I don't, I I don't get too personal here, but I, I, you know, I am going through a divorce, which is, uh, terribly unfortunate. Um, I ha- I'm dating somebody, which I haven't dated somebody in fucking 20 plus years. So that's strange in itself. Um, I'm in the cannabis industry and that's been a lot of fun. Um, it's, it's a very different industry. I've been in restaurants my whole life. So um, going through life changes, going through work changes all at the same time. And uh, it's, it's been very, very chaotic. So um, yeah, life's been strange. Life is isn't it Very fun strange. to come back into dating during COVID? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Like, so, weird. um, you know, I didn't, I'm not, I don't really tell people a lot of the story, but on how I, you know, when you're going out dating, like being double vaccinated is like a huge selling point or a huge <laughs> like relationship point. So you're like, totally. yeah, I'm Dave, I'm double vax. It's kind of like yeah. vax bachelor or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. it's, it's weird it's yeah it's an option on all the dating apps you know you can you, have, you can put that you're vexed yeah and who's that asshole who's like fuck this double vex bullshit like you think that's gonna you think that's gonna set you apart from all the others like this guy you know he's not double vex so you know <laughs> he seems like somebody who i can see a long future with like right i think so well, yeah i guess a you long know, there's on a ventilator. <laughs> future on the ventilator yeah um, I guess there's somebody for everybody, you know, um, I got pretty lucky, you know, right out the gate. So, um, yeah, I'm, life is just very strange right now. Very strange. Just trying to get on top of it. And then of course the holidays come around and it's like, it just adds another layer of strangeness on top of already a strange affair. So, uh, we're yeah, that's what's going on in my life. Thanks for asking. We're nearing the record for the latest snow in Denver. I know. Crazy, 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 crazy. crazy. Like warm um, today. It was fucking, it was warm last couple of days. It's been warm for like 70 degrees, like yeah. last week. I love I, it. It's fucking, it's, it's very strange, especially after last year when it was real snowy. But mm-hmm. um, I know that uh, La Nina is impacting a lot of the weather going into the Southwest. So uh, I know this year will be a little bit drier of a season, but uh, I'm sure we'll make up for it next year. That's my that's my weather knowledge. That's my weather knowledge coming out. I do. 
Uh, what else is new? I know uh, you are no longer officially a cannabis scientist, but we are still going to fucking abuse that title. Every time you're on here, you will be our Mahai podcast cannabis scientist, but you are no longer a cannabis scientist. What well, are you up to? So that's not totally true. Okay, fair enough. Employed as a cannabis scientist doesn't mean that I'm not still a cannabis scientist. You are 100% right. Always Absolutely. be a cannabis scientist and a cannabis nerd. Um, I switched gears for a little bit. I'm working in IT, uh, working in, in, at a data storage uh, technology company in Boulder. So it's nice. exciting. It's a new shift. Uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Very cool. Well, I'm glad. I, I know uh, you were saying earlier that, uh, you know, you just, it wasn't right for you at that time and you needed a change. And, you know, it it's, takes a lot of uh, guts to make a change like that. So, um, you know, very proud, very glad that you did that. It's a really exciting time to be in any industry right now, having drive because there's, um, you know, everybody's making a lot of career moves right now. So there's a lot happening. And if, you have a lot of drive. You can really, you know, get some interesting opportunities right now. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah. Now's the best time in ever to look for a job. I mean, right. everybody's hiring right now. So um, yeah. What you, if you are an employer, I, let me make a warning to you guys. If you're an employer, um, pay your fucking people, you know, treat them with yes. respect, you know, give them benefits. I mean, like real basic shit, like allow them to, actually work at your place and then also have a life outside of work. I mean, right. it's not like, it's not like we're asking for a whole lot of money, extra money. We want to be able to live in Colorado. Colorado's a great state. It'd be nice right. to actually work at a place where you can afford to fucking live here, you know? Right. It's yeah, fun so. to work to live. You know, you'd like to be able to work to live and have fun. Yeah, no, exactly. Work to live, not live to work. You know, that's right, uh, right, right. right. Yeah, absolutely. So pay your fucking people, you know, goddamn. You know, these companies are like losing people like left and right. And they're like, I don't know what's going on. We're paying them minimum wage and we're giving, <laughs> you know, two days of vacation after their first year of working. You don't understand what's going on. I'm like, you know, you don't get it. Like the companies that treat their people well have people and they, the people will stay there. If you treat your people well, you pay them well, you treat them like actual people instead of just um, fucking sheep to do their your bidding, they will actually stay at that company. You know, give them a little fucking respect and they'll respect you back. It's not that difficult of a thing. So, right. Sorry. We're doing a favor by donating our time, not them doing us a favor by employing us. Yeah. Like we're making this, these companies fucking millions and millions of dollars. The least they could do is just like treat you with respect, know your name, give you a living wage like right. fucking basic Give shit health like, insurance health insurance health it's, insurance it's a good one man we're, this, we're gonna go down we're going down this weird rabbit hole man we are like, going down a weird rabbit hole Let's i don't know understand why <laughs> this is funny this is hilarious is our funny. health insurance our health program here in america is hilarious it's a, it's a joke. fucking joke it's yeah, a joke so, <laughs> it's a fucking joke like i don't know how we don't have universal health insurance this is very I'm strange how, how we're starting the show but um Eventually, like we'll get to their favorite movies. I don't know. Right. I'm going to have to find some clever segue to get to our favorite movies from health <laughs> insurance, but I'll figure it out. We'll just, I mean, we'll just one of my favorite talk. movies is Outbreak. Oh, there you go. Oh, man, that's really good. That was good. Yeah. yeah. Like Contagion that. was also a great movie, which also yeah. kind of harkens back to the last fucking year and a half that we've been living in yeah. this fucking Contagion uh, zone. Um, 
So uh, I'm so glad that you uh, are at a new company. I hope they treat you respect. You fucking yeah. deserve it because you're cool as fuck. So uh, you we deserve have a pinball room. Fuck yeah! Hell yeah! Yeah. <laughs> I sell weed, so uh, you know I get free weed, man. Like most of the shit that like the shit I'm smoking right now is this fucking amazing golden goat I got from Lova. And it, you know, it was because I got a, a stipend from the company. Like they give you free weed, and then you get all these like samples and shit from all these weed companies. And they're like, okay, fucking like, all this shit that I'm smoking for free. And I'm like giving it out to my parents and my, you know, James and Darius. Like, here, have a, some of my bounty of free weed that I'm getting. So, uh, have you done cool any of the Wana gummies, the THCB? Oh, of course. Oh yeah, I was on a test for Wana. They were, were testing. Tell yeah, me more. they were. Um, doing uh thcv yeah, um yeah, laced yeah. fit gummies totally. um and they didn't work for shit and they were fucking hella expensive like they oh. don't work for dick um the all the people that were on the test with me there's like probably five people in my company that were on this test um like we started with one and like the first couple of days they were great like they work like at all almost like you're focused and you have no appetite and then the second day it will you know kind of wore off a little bit and then after day two, you don't feel a fucking thing. So I ramped it up to two gummies uh, just to try to feel anything. And then like the last couple of days, like I was ramping it up to three gummies for a whole day and sure. still felt nothing. And okay. they, the problem with them is like, one, it doesn't really work, but it's super expensive. And you only get like super two weeks um, of gummies at a time. So you know, you want this a minimum a month. So you're paying like $100 a month for gummies that may not work for you. So yeah. um well, THCV is a minor cannabinoid and so um plants right now it's very rare to get a plant that produces more than just a couple percent of THCV and so when you're making a gummy it's it's an extract so if you think about like the amount of biomass that you'd have to use to extract that much THCV to be able to be usable in the gummies yeah it gets crazy expensive uh at front range um, I know that, you know, one of the, the products they were working on was trying to develop a THCV strain. Um, THCV is, is like slightly less regulated or even unregulated. Don't quote me on exactly. Uh, well, I'm quoting you. It's kind of like it falls into that area of uh, like Delta 8. Delta 8 is kind of unregulated. So um that's, that's kind of yeah, neat, that's, but if you, the, the plant process for making THCV, the plant also will then make THC, and so, uh, you know, those plants are competing for that compound density. Yeah, and that, so I, I totally respect the work they're putting into pulling out that THCV, but yeah. one, it makes those gummies bitter as fuck. I mean, they are, <laughs> they are crazy bitter. And like I said, they, they don't really work. So, you know, I'm sure they work for somebody. They said that in their original trials that people were losing like 20, 30 pounds. I was like, That's fuck yeah, man, I'm going to look so good. I'm like, oh, skinny and shit. Like, no, nah, like two days later, like nothing. Like, absolutely I wonder nothing. what the rest of the trial looked like, though. Like those people were probably doing other things than just taking gum. Oh, of course. I can imagine that Kimwana is not producing, you know, uh, recreatable uh, scientific results and all. Um I would also Wana's say great. Wana is a really great company. Wana just got bought by Canopy Growth Company, if they hmm. just merged with. And so, like, Canopy is a big player in the industry right now. They're just buying up everybody. So, I think that's a really great um, partnership or or purchasing. I'm not sure exactly how they're. That's weird. It, 
stuff works. The whole industry is weird because like you can't like Wana isn't Wana. Wana is a mixture of other subsidiaries that come together to make Wana products, but they're but because of federal tax and um, financing, like they can't be Wana cannabis company. They're like there's a fuck a holding company, and then there's a different company that oversees that. Like my company goes by like many different names. I mean, yeah, ours like, ours did too. You just, yeah, you just can't. You just cannot be low mechanical. You have to be a bunch of different shit because otherwise it's money laundering. And and banks are fucking ruthless. Banks yeah. they don't give any fucking. They don't give one shit about um, if you're a cannabis company and you employ thousands of people. If they right. fucking sniff out that you're a cannabis company, they will shut your fucking bank accounts down, just like they did in my um, company a couple of weeks ago. And they like fucking found out a bunch of our accounts, shut them down. So we had to like move shit out to a different account. I mean, oh, it's, no. yeah, it's well, the, I probably shouldn't be saying that, but I'm a little high, so I don't regular shit, right? It like, happens. So Front Range is a hemp company. Um, I know they're working to move into the cannabis space, but so hemp is, is federally legal. You can do hemp research. It's you have to register with the Department of Agriculture in Colorado to do hemp research and stuff. But when you reach out to vendors, scientific vendors specifically, if they even think that you're working with cannabis, it, to prove that it's hemp you're working with and show your department of agriculture licensing um you know they they won't sell to you so like tons of and you know uh supplies hard to get with covid every industry is hit with supply chain issues right now um you know whether it's packaging or you know in science it's it's hard to get pipette tips it's really hard to get tubes anything that might be for uh doing like genetics work is hard to get right now and when you finally find a vendor who has stock and then they won't sell to you because they think you're a cannabis company, stuff yeah. bananas. It's crazy. It's legal in more than half the states now, mm-hmm. like three quarters of the states at the minimum medical marijuana. And we still can't fucking get past these archaic fucking tax and finance laws. I mean, come on. This is the 21st century. Let's fucking get this shit moving for Christ's sake. You got, you got Colorado here just like chambered in by two illegal states, Utah and and Nebraska. What's crazy is that Oklahoma is a legal state now. I mean, like James will tell you a story about he got fucking put in jail for less than a gram of weed. It was like a little bit of shake in the bottom of a bag and they fucking threw his ass in jail. Now they're a legal state. I mean, like, Red, it doesn't matter if you're red, blue, purple, it doesn't give a fuck. Like, weed is weed, man. I sell weed to old fucking grannies and like 21 year old dudes that look like they're fucking rolling gangsters outside. I mean, like, I mean, everybody 18 year olds who have health conditions as well. Absolutely. A full Um, range of people who can benefit from cannabis use. Okay. Well, looks like we might have lost Dave. So hopefully not, guys. Um, looks like I'm riding solo for a minute. Yeah. 
Kim, are you there? I'm here. Oh my god. It always fucking happens, dude. I have like the worst fucking internet in the history of fucking internet, man. I, <laughs> I swear to God, I could have a fucking flawless internet going up into the show. And as soon as the show starts, man, it's just like fucking lagging out and kicking me off and shit. I feel so bad for you because you're like, oh, I don't know I what don't the know. fuck just happened to this motherfucker. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, so I apologize. I've been on Zoom meetings for like a year now. Like, totally used to everybody having technical difficulties. It's like the, you get the Zoom pause phase where it's like, I know uh, my friend Ryan's like, why is it always freeze on an unfortunate face? And I always have, I'm like the worst. I'm like, you know, I always have the like fucking worst freeze faces in the world. Absolutely. I know it's terrible. I don't even remember. I was like on such a rant. I, then I saw you freeze. I was like, fuck, I, I know I froze. And I, I didn't even remember where I was in my fucking rant. I don't remember um, either. So. I don't remember either. Weed. Well, let's talk about what you're watching. Have you been watching anything lately? Um, so no, I haven't actually been watching. No, that's not true. I started that's a prerequisite for coming the on the show. You got to watch something. The new season of Big Mouth, I started watching, and that was off the chain. That show makes me so uncomfortable. Why? I don't know. Just like, like, I mean, it's just just how real it is about puberty. Do you know what show I'm talking about? Uh, I do. It's a cartoon on. Uh, yeah, like it's like who, a cartoon right? about puberty, and so it's a bunch of kids talking about jerking off and getting bunkers. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like going through puberty, and it's you know it hits home to like, yo, we all went through puberty, and it was so uncomfortable. And it's like that show is that level of uncomfortable. Yeah, right on. Uh, I've heard really good stuff. But about I love it. it. Yeah, it's by the Bob's Burgers people's, right? Uh, I'm not sure, but as Nick Crawl is like the one of the main characters. Um, and then the female hormone monster is the chick from Idiocracy, like the uh, I always forget her name. She's in a couple other things. She was, I think she was like on Saturday Night Live recently. Um, but like she was the chick that got you know forwarded in time. I don't I have no idea who Idiocracy. Anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, I can't remember her name. Yeah, I can't remember her name. This is why we have IMDb now. We don't have to like remember people's <laughs> names. As long as you remember the title of the fucking movie, you can Google it or go on IMDb. Who the fuck? You don't need to remember that shit. Right. Same with, like phone numbers and addresses, man. I was out right. without my phone uh, a week ago, and I'm like, I don't know who to call. Like, I know my parents' phone number, but I don't know anybody else's phone number. It's all in my <laughs> phone. I don't know where address is. I just like know general locations and I know how to use Google Maps. But right, you end up in trouble, and they're like, "You can make one phone call." You sure don't want to call your parents at at this point in life, probably. But like, you can't even call anybody but your parents. I I don't. (laughs) I I have no idea what my girlfriend's phone number is. I have no fucking idea. If I were to be stranded in Tijuana and I needed to call one person. And if it wasn't my parents, I am fucking stuck in Tijuana for, you know, the rest of my life, I think. I don't know. I don't know, so I don't know Darius's or James's phone number. I know them because they have a place on my phone. So I don't have, I have no idea what their fucking, I don't know what their address is. I don't know what their phone number is. I don't know any of that, but you know. But, you I know, know my credit card number by heart. That's weird. That's pretty weird. Weird. Yeah. Like, and I'll remember it within like two days of getting a new card and a new number. It's just like for some reason, like those four 
those chunks of four numbers, my brain is like, yeah, you can totally yeah, totally memorize everything. But I also know like my best friend from kindergarten's phone number still. I can remember my old phone number. There, that phone's disconnected. <laughs> yeah, I know remembering phone numbers is kind of a thing of the past, which is unfortunate yeah. because you do get in stuck in situations like I wish I really wish I knew this person's phone number because right. uh, I could get in a lot less trouble that Hopefully way. they don't ever change 911's number. I would be screwed. I can't imagine they were like, we're going to do something different today. We're going to add a six in there somewhere. So it's going to be like 9116. <laughs> why would you, why, why would you do that? Why would you change? It's like code? when the TV went and turned to digital and like it went off the broadcast. They're like, oh, 911 doesn't work anymore. It's going to be 911 8675. Uh, isn't, uh, I think like, London is like nine 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 or something like that. I, I think, think so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I know that. Again, weird random shit that I know. I don't know why I know that. Um, I do want to point out what I've been watching. Uh, I just got done watching Midnight Mass on Netflix. What a great fucking show that is. Um, it's by the the same dude who did uh, Haunting a Hill House uh, and Bly Manor on Netflix. Um, a cruel fucking show. Uh, it, it's pretty short, relatively. It's like maybe eight or ten episodes. Okay. Um, it starts off real slow, but then at the end of that second episode, man, it just gets going and doesn't stop until the very end. A lot of twists and turns in it. Um, the characters have a lot of depth, and then of course, like this, the cinematography itself is just fucking fantastic. It takes place on this little tiny island, and it's a supernatural story um, that takes place and an unexpected supernatural story, to be honest with you. And it was creepy. It was atmospheric. It was just a really, really good show. So I highly recommend uh, Midnight Mass on Netflix. Um, going through our commenters, uh, let's say I want to say hi to our, our homeboy Rob Roberts. He's always on, so uh, I want to say hi to him. Uh, he's been watching Old Henry, which I have no idea what that is. It sounds like one of those '60s Disney's movies they used to watch on Sunday nights on ABC. Uh, my mom, hey mom, uh, she is watching In the Heights, which everybody in the entire world who has seen In the Heights loved, except for my dad. I think my dad is literally the only person that's seen that movie and did not like it. So I want to give a shout out to my dad for going against the grain on that one. Nice. Um, and then uh, Rob Roberts, uh, he's watching Supergirl. Um, FYI, Rob Roberts, it's uh, ending. I think it might have already ended, but it's ending. Um, and old henry is a western kind of about billy the kid um that's called young guns that is a that's a western movie about billy the kid the only one the definitive billy the kid story so which is a great segue into our fucking our favorite movies so tonight we're talking about our favorite movies um and young guns not my favorite movie but definitely uh one of those ones that you just like can watch over and over and over and over and over and over again um i just watched it like um probably a month ago i watched the whole thing because i listened uh, to a whole podcast about billy the kid and, and how crazy young guns pretty fucking accurate to the actual billy the Gun- kid story like who the fuck i thought but uh great movie but uh tonight kim and i we're we're just chit-chatting about our favorite movies we're gonna go through like our top five list we're gonna talk about some of our favorite movies growing up um a little bit about the criteria that we're using to make our favorite movies so uh, Kim, I'm just going to come straight out, man. What is your favorite movie of all time? Of all time? I don't... Okay, so I'm going to preface this by saying that I, I don't watch a ton of movies. I like the attention span of a goldfish. So 
I like I like comedy movies the best is the way to put it. And since it's Christmas, I think maybe one of my favorite movies ever. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. It's funny because how you have it's, Elf, it like blurs out the cover. It's like Elf the Porn like, or something like that. It's being blurred out. It's Elf. I love Elf. It gets me really jacked up. I hadn't seen Elf until I was like maybe 19 years old and somebody at work found out I hadn't seen Elf and she like freaked out at work. Oh, yeah. And uh, she bought it for me. And so I still have, I still have it. It's, Elf is a great movie. And you know, I break up all my movies. Like I have like my list of favorite movies, but then I have like my favorite movies in per genre. I watch a yes. shitload of movies. If you guys have that's watched, easier for me to do. Yeah, genre uh, guys, favorite genres. It's so much easier. Like, um, <laughs> like I can't pin down my top five favorite music uh, like albums of all time. Like, I, I just can't. It's an ever evolving list. But sure, um, I definitely have a top one and two. Uh, my favorite movie of all time is Godfather. Um, I come from oh, an Italian choice. family where it, it wasn't dissimilar to some of the things that happened in The Godfather, which was pretty fun. Um, but just a, a great fucking movie. It's just uh, an absolutely great movie. It's one of those ones that I watch at least once a year. And I don't watch a lot of shit over over again. And that's kind of how I define my favorite movies is, is it watchable more than once? Um, and I have watched Godfather probably more than any other movie I've ever watched before. Are you Italian? I well. <laughs> I am more, I say I'm more Italian than I really am. Okay. So okay. I'm like a quarter Italian. Um, my dad is half, his mom, you know, full blooded Italian. Her okay. parents were hot off the boat. And um, so I'm like a little bit Italian. I'm mostly like everything else, not Italian, but like, you know, like it's cool to be Italian, you know? So, like, hey, I'm from the Godfather. Yeah. Like, I don't look anything Italian. Like, me and Denny Bonaducci are like the only two fucking redheaded Italians ever. So, um, I'm like I'm a little Italian, but in my head I'm like big Italian. Oh, for sure. I seasoned my garlic with garlic powder today. Like, <laughs> hey, that's Italian. No, it, it was fun though. Like, you know, I have a real big Italian family. Like, yeah, I might be a quarter Italian, but my family is fucking massive. So I have like, <laughs> you know, at one time there was like eleven or twelve of the grandmas and you know older uncles and shit. And then, like, they fucking, you know, they're old school Catholics. And so they made many, many children who in turn made many, many children. So my family is absolutely fucking massive Italian family. Um, and they all tend to congregate up in, like, the Italian areas of, like, Westminster and Arvada and everything. So it's, it's, it's fun going to, like, you know, uh, weddings and shit are always a big affairs. Like, hundreds of people show up and it's, it's kind of fun. But um, I definitely am a lot less Italian than I lay on. My, my son is even less Italian than I am. And he's like, hey, I'm Italian. Hey, what's the cup? I'm going, hey. Like, you cook well? Like, dude, you're like seven. You're oh. like 7% Italian, bro. What was your question? I said, does he cook well? But he's seven, so he does. Well, he's, no, he's 7% Italian. He's 14. Oh, oh, But he okay. does actually put it, he does cook well. But I will say my dad is way more Italian than my mom. But my dad not quite the cook that my mom is. I mean, it's not a prerequisite to be an Italian man that cooks. But I mean, I think it is. I, I'm a great fucking cook. <laughs> I'm a great cook. I make a nice spicy meatball. <laughs> I make a nice, uh, nice uh, tomato marinara. We call it gravy oh. in my family. That's what Italian my family is. We call the fucking red sauce gravy in my family. So we don't call it marinara. I'm really excited to talk about one movie and 
It's this one. Ooh, ooh, tell me about that. I've never even heard of that one. Oh my goodness. So well, can I just read you the description? There's no rules. There's no rules on here. There's no rules. Uh blah 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 blah. Some stuff. <laughs> I like oh, this movie already. It really doesn't. Okay. You get a glimpse of Ohio after a tornado. They uh had a national a natural disaster in the town's inhabitants. It's just it's a really messed up movie where he like kills a cat. I'm just gonna be there. You go. It's about some messed up kids killing cats and like what? I don't know what? why I like this movie, but I ordered it because I felt like I watched it in high school. So that's a thing that happened today. I, I uh, thought about this. That's your that's your like one of your favorite movies. It. It's one of my like what about favorite weird cats? obscure. That's... It's like theatrically weird. It's just like it's a weird obscure movie. I don't think they ever killed a cat in the movie. They just suggest they kill cats. It is implied. I haven't seen this since I was in the high cat school. homicide is implied in this one. <laughs> weird. Um, that's a really you went from elf to fucking cat murder. I don't know <laughs> where the connection on that was. Okay, there we go. Now we're now we can. Uh, now we're back. So this was like the, the first movie I bought myself. Really nice. Was okay. That's Bob's a good one. Um, I'm a VHS, huge Kevin Smith fan. Oh, I had a uh, Clerks and Mallrats on VHS. I watched that shit every night when I went to bed. Man, I am I am a huge fucking Kevin Smith fan. Met the guy, fucking nice as can be, super polite, super uh, just like genuinely kind to his fans, um, and that made me love him even more. But I love his fucking movies, even like his, like the ones that people pan, like yoga hosers and shit. I, I love those. I think they're all, you know, they're all fun. Tusk is like one of my favorite horror movies of all time. It's a crazy fucking movie about a dude getting turned into a walrus, but it's a good movie. Red State, one of what? the best horror movies that you can Yes, see. Red State. Red State's fucking great. Wait, tell me about this Tusk movie. You haven't heard about Tusk? No, what is this? My tell parents have seen Tusk. My, I'm so excited. My, ah, okay, so Tusk is a movie. So a little back, bit of background, because I'm a fucking Kevin Smith nerd. Um, yeah. So Kevin Smith stopped making movies after Cop Out, and he got booted off a Southwest flight fly because he was too fat to fly. And then he got panned by Cop Out, and Bruce Willis was a real fucking prick to him. So he decided to just do podcasts and Q&A things. Yeah. And so... On one of his podcasts, uh, him and his uh, co-host Scott Mosher, they're talking about this. Um, some dude uh, like called in, or they came across a story about a guy who would um, he'll let people live in his house for free, but they have to dress up like a walrus, and like in order to live there rent free, they have to like dress up like a walrus and like hang out with this guy. Um, and so they started like they took this and just like. They started like doing the what if kind of game, like what if they did this, what if they did this, and then at the end he's like, you know, if you want me to make this as a movie, um, you know, tw- um, tweet me at hashtag Tusk Yes um, or Tusk No, and so every his audience told him that he should make this movie. So it's literally about this fucking podcaster who goes up to Canada and he sees this weird ad like you need to dress up like a walrus, and so he goes up to his house and then this super fucking creepy guy. Um, literally starts torturing this guy and turning him into a walrus. And I will not spoil the ending, even though it's like 15 years old. Um, let's just say it pretty much ends how you think it's going to end. Um, it, it's a very strange, but it's a very good movie. I highly I'm recommend excited. Tusk. 
My mom says Tusk is the oddest movie she has ever seen, which is high praise from my mom. Okay. I like that. Have you seen the Smodcast where they like animate oh, yeah. cast? Yeah, it was a Smodcast. It yeah, was okay. I thought Smodcast. that's what, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yo, I'm. So wait, is Tusk kinda, a, a Smodcast? It's an animated? Well, no. Well, Tusk was actually born in from a Smodcast episode. Yeah. But yeah. then is it live action? Well, it's a, yeah, it's a real movie. It's an actual movie. It has um, uh, Justin Long as the main guy. It has a uh, <laughs> fucking the kid from uh, Sixth Sense in it too. Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, Haley. Yeah, he yeah. You know, he played a, a friend in there. Um, he's like Michael a grown Parks. man now. Uh, he is. He's an old. He's a round boy like I am. So him and I can get along. Um, huh. It has um, the fucking Michael Parks. Uh, he just died uh, not too long ago, but mm-hmm. uh, Michael Parks was in Red State. Um, he was in Tusk. He's been in uh, like uh, from Dust Till Dawn. Uh, he's had some really great parts, and he was really, really good in Tusk. Uh, you know, he made the movie himself, so uh, it was really great. So if you have not seen Tusk, uh, I highly recommend it. Um, I'm going to stop in real quick. We got a bunch of people telling us about their favorite movies. <laughs> um, so... Um, my mom has a whole list of a bunch of them. Uh, Silverado, which is great. Sound of Music, which is boring as fuck. Um, Godfather, which is great. Dance of the Wolves, great. White Earp, pretty good. The Missing, I think that's pretty good. Camelot, super fucking boring. Uh, my mom would make me, like, when I was sick, uh, when I was in school, and she had to stay home with me, she would, like, really test to see if I was sick or not. If I'd watch these uh, musicals with her, uh, Camelot was definitely by far the most boring of them um rob roberts goodfellas fucking great movie robert i i love goodfellas man that's a great movie i think martin scorsese just does an absolutely great job with mob movies i think even better than uh francis ford coppola because you know francis ford coppola made uh, godfather one and two and then after that you know godfather three was garbage um casino also was great yeah um yeah my mom came in she's like yeah it's a true story she forced that me musicals some of them were pretty good i'll be honest some of them were pretty good none of them made my my top uh movies list here um here's another favorite movie of mine i so i don't really have a, a set criteria on what makes a movie a favorite of mine uh really if i watch it over and over again that automatically makes it one of my favorites um but this movie which is on my list right behind godfather is probably the most influential movie in my life and that is the lost boys i when i saw the lost boys when i was nine i literally became a vampire for an entire summer uh, I am obsessed with vampires because of Lost Boys. I just wrote a book and I have a, a vampire that my son drew on me, uh, drew for me. Like I am fucking Lost Boys is probably the most influential movie I've ever had in my life. Ever. Yeah, ever, ever. I, I, I have always wanted to be a vampire when I grew up. That was like my career aspirations. Unfortunately, so is your favorite vampire movie? I'm sorry? Is your favorite vampire movie then as well? Um, I would say absolutely. Yeah, favorite. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I've seen some great vampire movies too, like you know, Fran, uh, Dracula, uh, Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula is great. Um, I think one of the, the most underrated movies, and I'll consider um, made for TV movies, you know, favorite movies too, Salem's Lot. Fucking a great vampire movie. If you like vampires, that is a, a fucking great, great uh, vampire movie. Uh, do you have any influential movies like that that you've seen? Man, a, if you say the mur- the murder cat video, I'm gonna be very upset about that. A Beautiful Mind was like my favorite movie when I was a kid. Um, I thought that was like really beautiful. A bunch of like really, 
I, I watch, oh, um, my, my favorite, most influential? Yeah, probably a, like a beautiful mind. Well, you are a very smart person, so I can definitely yeah. see where you would. Yeah. Um, the movie was just like, just got me real good when I was young. Girl younger yeah you're pretty young like it came out when i was an adult and you were much younger than me so i'm sure you were like i think i was in high school when it came out so i feel so old now i feel so old (laughs) um tell me some of your favorite comedies because you said that you know you kind of are drawn to comedies and that is its own genre on its own because comedies don't really get a lot of love in people's top favorite lists and like i don't i don't know why like you know give me some of your favorites um well so i'm gonna quick touch on vampire movies because my favorite that's a vampire movies interview with a vampire okay love ann rice she's a great author and uh so interview with a vampire queen of the damned was all right but interview with a vampire excellent uh, soundtrack though movie itself is garbage the queen of the damned soundtrack yes you are correct that was a great it was soundtrack. pretty funny though that corn was like the best rocks band in the entire world it, you know like it's corn uh, they're great and all but <laughs> It is corn. I wouldn't say like the best rock band in the world or anything. They're really good live, though. They're great live. They're, They're really great, great live. live. Yeah. Jonathan um, Davis puts on a really good show. He does. Oh man, I, they, great show. I mean, they're they're corn, so it's like they're not like gonna hide behind a bunch of like effects or anything. Like, it's like you know, it's corn, but they they do corn very well live. So um, he played the bagpipes when I saw him. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, that was like. like Big vibes. Um, also found out that he does not wear underwear underneath that kilt, oddly enough. Um, so my buddy stage. Brian said interview with a vampire is great, along with the crow. There you go. That was yeah. that was his goth conversion, absolutely. I mean, the crow is one of those movies, man. When I it came out when I was in high school, it was a, that, that was another influential movie because that was like goth as fuck. And that's when I was in like the Merrill Manson and Nine Inch Nails days. I mean, that was like full on goth. The album behind it also was fucking great. Um, so yeah, good call on the crow there, right? Um, Edward Scissorhands. There you go. And there's so many, Tim Burton itself, like Nightmare Before Christmas. Like that, I, I forgot about that. It's still one of those movies that you watch twice a year. You can either watch it at Christmas and or Halloween, or if you're, you know, folks like Ryan, I'm sure he watched it multiple times a year. Uh, great fucking movie. Um, absolutely great movie. Tim Burton is an absolute genius. So I'll watch Beetlejuice mm-hmm. once a year too. And it doesn't yeah. make a lot of people's favorite list, but it's one of those movies that you just like, um, you you watch, you seek those movies out. Like you don't really come across movies much anymore because you like, you know, everything's digital. So you have to actually search shit like that out. Beetlejuice right. is definitely one of those movies that, in, that you search out at least once a year. Yeah. Um, have you seen uh, What We Do in the Shadows? Talk no. About okay, if you mm-hmm. want to see a great vampire movie, that is an absolutely great vampire movie. What We Do in the Shadows? Yeah, what you, yeah, What We Do in the Shadows. It's by Taika Waititi. Okay. Yeah, it's fucking great. It's a really great one. So, uh, let's see. Well, tell me some of your favorite comedies. Let's oh, okay, this. yeah, yeah, yeah. Step Brother. Basically, any Will Ferrell movie. Do we just become best friends? We did just become best friends! You like guacamole? Um, yes. Italian holiday and nights. Um, what's the world? Basically, any old Adam Sandler film. I really I, fan of like OG Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah, man. I put Billy Madison as one of my yes. favorites. 
terrible movie. You go back and watch it. It's a horrible fucking movie, but it's still real funny. It's still really funny. It's hilarious. It it ages well. Half baked. Very half baked. Um, Any of the broken lizard stuff? What was that? Is that your favorite stoner movie? Half baked or um uh super troopers. Okay, there you go. I'm tied for those two. Those are See, I am I'm Friday all the way. Like I love half baked dude. But I am yesterday. <laughs> yeah, Friday's Friday's still one of my favorite. Um I'm and I'm still old enough. Like I bridged the gap between Cheech and Chong and then like the new stoner comedies with like Seth Rogen and stuff. So uh, yeah. Pineapple Express is a great stoner fucking movie. Yes. I mean, like we we I fucking sell Pineapple Express in my store <laughs> uh, as we speak. So I mean, great stoner movie. Um those Cheech and Chong movies super underrated. I don't like you see a bunch of kids wearing Cheech and Chong shit. I'm like, how many of you kids have actually never sat down to watch a Cheech and Chong movie? Um, they will forever be grateful if they ever sit down and actually watch a Cheech and Chong movie. Right. Uh, some of my favorite comedies: uh, The Jerk, Steve uh, Steve Martin. Have you ever seen that one? Uh nope. You haven't seen? Okay, definitely. I think the I have movie. seen it like with my dad when I was younger because my dad like made not made me but like i watched a bunch of movies with my dad when i was younger so but and i i think steve martin all his movies were like my dad's my dad's jam i'm gonna uh throw this out to the the people who are watching along tell me what is the first line of the jerk it is a it is a one of those lines that is seared into people's memories if they have ever seen the movie i'm gonna throw it out to the commenters uh what is the first line of the jerk um Spaceballs, anything by Mel Brooks. I'm Blazing Saddles, um, Spaceballs, they're right up there. Those are ones that I just watch and I can watch them all the time. Holy Grail, uh, right up there. I love Monty Python. Yeah, Monty Python's fantastic. Um, there, have you seen any like newer comedies that could fill that spot? Like what? Like, like any new comedies that you would say is like one of your favorite comedies of all time? Hmm. I'm the worst at this. You know, I only gave you like two weeks to prepare. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that you, you're like the fucking smartest person I know. Like, I, I know, know, and I'm just like movies. What are movies? You must be. You must be growing like, so like, fucking fire weed over there. If you, <laughs> I know my weed is too good, and I'm like, oh, what? I've never even seen a movie in my life. What are movies? I know are motion pictures. I don't understand this movie. So kids movies. I really I find that most kids movies are the Emperor's New Groove. Okay, there you go, man. Emperor's New Groove. Fucking great. I know we've talked I can I can quote Emperor's New Groove all day, every day. So most kids movies are are comedies, I find, because you need to keep it funny and to keep kids interested. And so basically, like I love kids movies i love things that are colorful and flashy and fast moving um so so that is is my jam very nice i uh i can go with kids movies too goonies goonies is one of those other movies that are terribly inspirational in my life um my whole race through space series that i write which i will be hawking to no end at the end of this show um is directly inspired by the goonies um, the Goonies are the, the golden standard for kids' action fantasy movies. Um, there are few, very few movies that are as inspirational to me like that. Um, have you ever seen Flight of the Navigator? So I talk about Flight of the Navigator all the 
time and nobody ever knows what they're talking about. So I'm so glad you do because Pee Wee. Oh, tell me about it. Tell me, give me your love of Fly the Navigator. I love that. I love that movie. Okay, so that actually is probably my favorite movie of all time. Like I always forget that that exists because I don't even mention it because nobody even has ever. Because only the cool kids know. Only the cool kids know. If you know, you know. And so. I didn't know that Pee Wee Herman was the robot or the the spaceship until like oh, a couple of years ago, um, and which made it so much better. And that movie's so great. Short Circuit. Oh yeah, Johnny Five is alive. All the new Jeeps that are like they have the angry Jeep look, like they look like Johnny Five when he's all pissed off. He's like Number Five is alive. <laughs> what's funny though so there are some movies that were my my favorite movies when i was younger then i go back and watch them i'm like how the fuck did i ever like this movie <laughs> like what dark crystal by far i i have remembered that movie so fondly growing up i i remember it with nothing but rose tinted glasses and then i showed it to my kid not too long ago i'm like is this the same movie that i'm remembering i mean this movie sucks real bad so yeah no, i was so disappointed in that movie <laughs> and i will have to, i'm sorry but short circuit watching it no in my older years it's a terrible fucking movie is it? it's not a good it movie is. dude it's not i bet movie. it is i, yeah, I don't think like it, actually... i thought it was terrible <laughs> i thought it was so bad uh flight of the navigator when that kid like one of the one of the like the biggest memories that I have is when that kid like hides in the like the food robot to get to the to the spaceship because he's like here's the spaceship calling him and just man I yeah Fire Navigator is great that. That, that one still holds up and I think Disney Plus is actually uh, going and um, redoing uh, Fire the Navigator rebooting it as a show for Disney Plus so I have a high show? hopes yeah a show an actual show I don't know well i think i don't know i don't know their stuff but you know if they're gonna invest in something might as well do fly the navigator it's true people yeah for sure i don't know how they could make it into a show but like i'm curious i hope it's disney plus they can do no wrong at this point do whatever they want um did i totally forgot that sarah jessica parker was the the girl helping the kid escape remember that (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's like her square pegs uh her square pegs the uh, time of her career um let's see how about some sci-fi ones are you into sci-fi i am into sci-fi tell me some of your sci-fi favorites okay so i'm gonna disclose something publicly that Ooh, i like confession time well this is confession time i've never seen star wars as an adult get the fuck out <laughs> get yeah, yeah. It's just that I haven't. That's fair. I just like I just haven't. I'm gonna need to like put them on and watch them. I'm old enough that it's like I'm my nerd card gets revoked every time I think about it. And I think I'm at revocation year eight or so. And like it's just not good. That's okay. We won't hold that against you. You be you. We don't I don't care if you haven't seen Star Wars, you know, you be you. So Tell me, instead of Star Wars, what did you fill your sci-fi, um, your sci-fi inner person, your nerd with? The Fifth Element. 
There you go. All right. Good call on that one. Yeah. I was just talking about that the other day. Um, let's see. Multi-pack. Sci-fi movies. So like Avatar was a sci-fi movie kind of, but Avatar well, of course it is. Dances with wolves with blue people. Um, <laughs> dances with blue wolves. Dances, dances with, with cat people. Um, uh, let's see. Sci-fi movies. I'm literally looking this up on my You can do fantasy too. Like uh, I'm not huge into like fantasy like Harry reading Potter. fantasy. There you go. Man, Harry I'm, Potter. Harry I'm Potter. Most of them. Wizard, and then yeah. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Um, Harry I like. I'm sad. I'm I'm disappointed that J.K. Rowling got canceled. Not that she. Not that she was part. Just that that is even a situation. I'm sad. But those books and those movies were, um, you know, phenomenal. Absolutely. so here's a weird story about harry potter so um i always thought harry potter was you know just for kids not really into it and as you can tell like as i put my arm here on the camera you can fucking see i have a deathly hollows tattoo on my arm um i have a ravenclaw my son has a ravenclaw on my arm um it was one of those books that like i didn't pick up my son actually was like you should read this book my kid was like seven or eight he's like you should read this book i'm like Okay, I'll read it. And then I fucking, and I don't read the books. I listen to the audiobooks. And the fucking narrator for Harry Potter was absolutely incredible. He not only were the, the books great, but then he brought all these characters to life. And like, I just fell in love. I fell in love with those books. And um, I reread Deathly Hollows once a year. I don't really do like reread books. Like, once I'm done, I, I move on to the next one. But uh, Deathly Hollows and Neverwhere by Peter, by uh, Neil Gaiman, I read at least yes. once a year um but I, I, even to this day like like you said it's it's unfortunate that jk rowling ended up being like the kind of person she was but i can be one of those people that can separate the art from the artist um sure. you know there's a lot of people that have done really terrible things but the art that they produce is fantastic hp uh, lovecraft prime example sure. fucking stone cold racist but still produce some great works of art so um yeah harry potter is great and the movies are great they did a great job with the movies um, and the movies were my introduction into the books. Um, and there's no capturing the books. They're just full of detail and shit. But the, they did a great job on the movies. And they did it consistently. They did fucking, what, eight movies? And they did them all really consistently well. So I just did a quick Google search because this weed that I grew is really good. Like, my brain not work. Um, and the internet says that the Truman Show is a sci-fi movie, which I mean, like, uh, yeah, I, I can see that. That's, you know, I, I love Truman that. Show is great. Truman Show is great. I love Jim Carrey and most of the things he does. He's just like so animated and like passionate about his roles, especially when he's coming out of a rhino's ass. <laughs> yeah, no, people don't remember him from the old, uh, uh, the old uh, Ace Ventura days talking out his ass, coming out right. of Um, okay, we have a winner, fucking Rob Roberts. I knew Rob Roberts would come through, man. So, the opening line of the jerk, I was born a poor black child. That was Steve Martin, his but first I line of the jerk. I was that. born a poor black child, yes, he was. Uh, if you have not seen the jerk, highly fucking recommend that movie. Um, well, we were talking um, sci-fi. The Truman Show is great. Uh, Jim Carrey, fantastic. He, you know, he's definitely had some fucking, you know, bombs in his career. But um, he's done some really great things. Um, I don't know if you've seen the fucking Sonic the Hedgehog movie, which is one of those movies as one of the unexpectedly fun movies of a couple of years it? ago. 
he was great he was, as dr robotnik he was really funny in that so somehow i missed that he was dr robotnik i hadn't heard that that's yeah and he was good watch that um, the fucking uh, pikachu movie <laughs> at the same time it's like pikachu and sonic the hedgehog both came out and people are like well these how stupid are these movies and then you actually get to see him like good fucking movie are the they? pikachu movie ryan uh, reynolds pikachu? played yeah ryan reynolds played pikachu it was great oh okay that's kind of great he's yeah, so, it was great he's so his his sense of humor is like it's appropriate for children but it's also definitely geared towards adults a lot of times and so that's that's really great he's he's great that nobody I, else remembers is nothing but trouble oh <laughs> i'm not remember that. With Dan always, and yeah he's a fucking dick nose yeah and the, and the dump with the garbage twins like yeah that was I, some people say that's like the f- funniest movie of all time and then there's people like me like really that movie i don't I'm not <laughs> sure about that it's, that movie know. was like very influential of my i want i so i watched a lot more movies when i was a kid um and so that is like a movie that stands out in my brain that and like flight of the navigator those two are are just like i must have watched those a lot my dad must have liked those movies and coneheads terminator 2 ghostbusters man we haven't ghostbusters failed to mention ghostbusters i mean the 80s were chock full of classic movies um one of my favorite movies of all time not a great movie per se but one of the you know movies that really stuck out to me um because it meant so much to me uh, this is the very first movie that i ever watched on a vcr uh, my mom rented a VCR from 99 cent video down the street. Awesome. I remember it. I fucking remember it because it was like the, the change of my life. So she set it up somehow on her clunky ass TV and it was the never ending story. It, and it's still to this day, man, I love that fucking movie. The never, ending. I even have, I listened to Liam Hall's never ending story on when I write my books. I mean, like I, the movie still sticks with me I this many years later. Falcor is like, I would, I would love. Why can't I have a Falcor? I don't know. Your cat's pretty goddamn close. Hey, my cat is pretty Falcori. And yeah, Falcorian. Falcorian. Mm. Uh, oh, back to the future. Back to future. Obviously. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. All of them. All of all three of them were pretty like good. Yeah, yeah. I I agree with you there. I mean, um, it's funny to see where their 2015 was versus our 2015. Um, very different right very different very different yeah, very different i mean we kind of had so like i was riding the one wheel which is like how oh, not by 2015 but they had the one wheel so at least they had like a floating skateboard looking thing by 2015 yeah That's um fun. we didn't have the flying cars unfortunately we're, no. we're getting there we're getting there we have cars that drive themselves so that's one thing i guess do you like anime I'm not really into anime, but I know there are some people are just like super passionate about sure. anime. And, you know, I can definitely see where, um, you know, anime, um, Studio Ghibli movies also, you know, those are amongst people's favorites. Um, uh, the Song of the Sea. Um, uh, I had never seen a Studio Ghibli movie up until uh, my girlfriend said, this is like one of my favorite movies, Song of the Sea. It's fucking amazing. Studio yeah. Ghibli movies are absolutely amazing. Um, and along with anime. So what are some of your anime favorites? Um, one of my favorite anime movies is called Paprika. Paprika. Yeah. Tell me. Tell me about Paprika. Paprika is this 
film and it's a sci-fi psychological thriller is what wikipedia calls it sorry i'm not very good at like recalling these movies and so there's like this device that goes into your brain that this company is like designing in japan and it gets loose and like there's a there's like people getting trapped in this dream world it's definitely in subtitles so it's like kind of harder to follow and it's a it's like basically a bat wikipedia describes it. it's a battle between a dream terrorist who steals a device that allows others to share their dreams and causes nightmares for people and a research psychologist who enters the dream world and changes into paprika a dream detective to investigate the cases and like i watched it uh after a red rocks concert um you know one of those hippie jam band concerts so you know what I mean was going on and it was just it blew my mind there was just like so many colors it was really hard to keep up with but it was good also initial d tell me about initial d I've never initial d is about uh this kid who delivers uh you know food on a mountain in japan i'm guessing and it, it's about his car and so it's actually an anime about cars and just like they're they're racing cars and drifting and um, it's just pretty nerdy it's <laughs> <laughs> fun um so christy who unfortunately couldn't be on the show tonight she uh, is commenting in uh her kids just fell in love with the sandlot which is great uh killing me smalls um let's see some other ones on here um my cousin amanda she said that she really enjoyed watching um christmas part uh, was an office christmas party so it was pretty funny um deadpool getting a lot of love for deadpool on yeah. here that's you know if you're talking about ryan reynolds man that's ryan reynolds has most ryan reynolds uh white christmas you know it's christmas time um uh, let's go by i i think holiday movies are, are its own genre so do you watch many holiday movies I, obviously you well, watch elf but do you watch anything yeah else? obviously i watched elf um yeah, I like holiday movies. I, so I like I like the holidays in general. And I mean, I won't ever do it when are, but I definitely like turn on holiday music around the holiday times in my car and like sing it really loud at the top of my lungs. Good, as you should. So I do like holiday movies. Um, let's see, what are some good ones? You shot my eye out. Christmas Story, obviously. Like, oh, obviously. And you can't go wrong with that uh you know i guess um what is the let it snow let it go elsa is kind of like a holiday movie whatever that that frozen what is it frozen yes frozen i don't know i think of frozen as like a holiday movie even though it's really not it's cold if um uh, if if uh, uh the a few of my favorite things if that's considered a christmas song then you're more than welcome to use frozen as a fucking uh christmas movie go for it i love it um let's see what else was there the one with arnold schwarzenegger um uh, jingle all the way all the way jingle all the way <laughs> that was so bad that yeah. was... it's a great one though i definitely think that's a great one um uh, it was brought to my attention through a meme this year that um all the people on the polar express have this like dead expressionless face in the animation that they just like you know it was was early animation it was kind of like weird animation and i went back and i looked like on youtube at some clips sure yep yep 
That was a really good movie, though. Yeah, it was. Um, and the fact that it was like all Tom Hanks, that was like the Tom Hanks movie. <laughs> it was all Tom Hanks all the time. Um, so I I love Christmas music or movies. I love Christmas music too. Like I've already been listening to that plenty. Um, but Christmas movies is kind of my jam. So I am always looking for new Christmas movies. Um, Christmas Story is by far my favorite one, but you have National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation right up there. Yeah. Uh, Scrooged. Um, I even like you know, some of the old school, like, um, uh, Christmas carols, like, um, the one with, um, uh, the Disney one with, uh, the Muppet one with uh, Patrick Stewart. Oh, um, um, Jim Carrey. A Christmas has a story. Yeah. A Christmas carol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Christmas story with Scrooge and like, no, Christmas carol. It's a Christmas, Christmas carol. carol. Yeah. 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 yeah there, there's yeah, a thousand of them. It. We'll get there. We'll get there eventually. When uh, when we actually start recording the show, I'm sure we'll be ready for uh, anything. Um, what other Hollywood movies? Um, uh, Home Alone. Oh, there you go, Basically. Home Alone. Like the, the new one on Disney Plus. Fucking funny. I did not expect to enjoy the new Home Alone movie, and really? it was fucking funny because it was making fun of itself. It wasn't taking itself too seriously. Um, awesome. Yeah, a lot of uh, homages back to the original because it's a direct um, sequel to the original Home Alone ones. Fucking funny. Who would have thought? Yeah. Is Macaulay Culkin in it at all? He's not in it, but they but they um they talk about him all the time. Good. It, yeah, it's it's pretty funny. Um surprising. Bad Santa was funny. Bad Santa was funny. I do like those Christmas movies that are just like they're different. Like Bad Santa is a fun Christmas movie. Um <laughs> uh was it the naughty moms or the bad moms Christmas where it's not it's a holiday movie but you don't expect it to be um just friends just friends with ryan reynolds and absolutely i don't think i've seen that one oh no i have seen that one that is a good movie it's really funny that movie yeah that's the one where he's like a chalker in the beginning yeah he's uh he's the fat guy he's like and i swear (laughs) by the moon and the star Uh, it's great yeah, it's really funny. So, highly recommend if you haven't seen Just Friends, definitely go and check that out. Um, All the different variation of Grinch movies, like I really like those. Also, like the Peanuts Christmas. Yeah, the All those, uh, like one, little tree, little tree. Yeah, uh, you have to watch that at least once a year. I, I think, I think they fucking just played like Rudolph like for Christmas. They just played it like lot tonight or something. Rudolph, like that. Yeah. yeah, like it's November. Can we like play it a little bit closer to the holiday? Like. Come on, let's not do it. Too so, early. what other like? Okay, so obviously there's the Nightmare Before Christmas, and there's scary movies that are like kind of Halloweeny, obviously, and there's Halloween, and so like we're gonna take Halloween out of the equation. What other movies or what other holidays have movies? Um, that aren't kids' movies. Ah, uh, fuck, man. Uh, I, there's a bunch of Thanksgiving movies out there. Um, yeah, I can't really name a lot of them because they're not too many. They're few and far between, but I know there are some Thanksgiving movies. Um, is there a Fourth of July movie? There's a Born on Fourth of July, but I don't think that's a holiday movie by any means. Independence Day is Independence Day. A holiday movie. Also, not really a holiday movie, <laughs> but it involves a holiday. Yes. Um, there's plenty of like New Year's movies and shit. Um, yeah, I don't know, dude. It's, I think it's, Die Hard is a Christmas movie, man. <laughs> It's a, it's a fucking movie. Christmas movie. Yeah, it's a Christmas movie. An absolutely Christmas movie. I mean, but it's weird, right? Like the only two weird. holidays that you really celebrate are Halloween and Christmas. Like every other holiday can kind of fuck itself. 
Yeah, like Valentine. Is there a Valentine's Day? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, there you go. Valentine's Day, which is not a real holiday, which is pretty dumb. Like, there's a lot of movies about Valentine's Day. I think Hallmark has like, you know, a whole like week of Valentine's Day movies they play at that time. That's true. But like, also, wasn't there some weird like horror films released on Valentine's Day? About- yeah, well, I think it's called Valentine's Day. You know, pretty creepy. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I like um for the holiday uh, horror uh, movies like you know Black Santa, or like Black Knight, Black Santa, Holy What's Night. Your favorite Silent horror Night. film? My favorite horror film, Exorcist. Man, oh. I I am I am a huge fan of horror. I love horror. Oh. I watch as much horror as I possibly can, and I'm it's made me kind of a snob. And I will, I will absolutely be a snob. I give a fuck less if people think I'm a horror snob. Um, but Exorcist <laughs> is by far the best horror movie I've ever seen. Um, followed by um, Hereditary is a great, great horror movie that I just saw recently. It's one of the, my favorite um, modern horror movies. Um, one of the movies that scared me as a kid that kind of made me love horror movies is Poltergeist. Have you ever yeah, seen that? That's a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's. I look back and now it's not terribly scary, but when you're like 19 years old and you're, that's a scary fucking movie, especially when you're like, uh, all the like trees and shit are moving because like I was always kind of freaked out about that kind of stuff. So totally, uh, guys was great. Joyride uh, scared me. Joyride, yeah. Is that I, the one with Candy Cane? Um, the truck. The yeah. Oh uh, no, it was yeah. I think it was. It was either that or um, uh, Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, that one was scary. Yeah, super, that one was pretty super scary. Yeah, that's that that fucked me up. Yeah, there's like scary movies, and then there's like fucked up movies. Like I I do like I don't consider like gore movies like horror movies. Um, movies like Green Inferno or Hostel. Um, they make an uh, impact, but they don't scare me at all. They're just they, they're just there to gross you out. Saw is kind of like the same way, where it's more about the gore than it is about the the horror. But I still enjoy it. Hobo with a shotgun. Have you seen that movie? No, what is that? I don't uh it's one of those movies that I like randomly saw back a long time ago. Let's read what Wikipedia has to say about it. Yeah. Uh, we're getting a lot of love for Miracle on 34th Street in the comments. And uh, Rob Roberts said, Born on the 4th of July was one of the worst movies ever. I couldn't even get through it. I was fucking boring as shit. But kind of on the other hand, Forrest Gump, you know, they can kind of relate. Forrest Gump is a great movie that, you know, kind of deals with some of the same subjects as Born on Fourth of July. Um, uh, we're kind of running low on time here. I mean, we busted through a ton of movies. So we bust through me, so many movies. So many movies. This is, and that's what's hard. Like, these are all considered my favorite movies because, like, I enjoy these fucking movies and I watch them over and over again. Um, you know, and there's plenty of movies that I've seen that I really liked that I'm not going to watch again. But uh, I want you to give me just like a handful of movies that you think people should definitely watch because you love them so much. Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo, uh, okay. Hobo with a Shotgun. You should definitely watch that movie. Uh, Josie and the Pussycats. I love that movie. I know, I'm lame. It's good. That's not, there's no being lame. Don't ever apologize for liking shit like that. I love, I love the things I love. They're weird. Be, yeah. Um, not- you know, if you haven't seen Dark Side of Oz, see it like it syncs up people the dark side of the moon by pink floyd and the wizard of oz it syncs up it's and it syncs with a bunch of other movies too yeah funny story about that so james dw and i uh we rented a house up by you you were supposed to be there that night when we were we were fucking rented that house and we we're tripping a bunch of mushrooms and 
we were having a great time laughing, and all of a sudden James busts out the dark side of the uh, dark side of Oz. He puts on Oz, and then he syncs it up with Pink Floyd. And it was like such a downer. Like we we're laughing oh. the whole night. We've been watching funny shit all night, and he just puts this on. I'm like, this is a real downer. Like who fucking who enjoys this? Like if you're on mushrooms, tripping on mushrooms, like you want to laugh. You don't want to be like, oh, Wizard of Oz. That's fair. That's totally fair. Great night, though. It was a great night. We missed you. You would have had a great time hanging out with us. Next time. Next time. Um, Next. What else? You name, you name so much. That you- I, I have so many fucking movies, dude. You have yeah. no idea. Um, Scott Program versus the World. Yes. Um, one of the... I, I love Edgar Wright movies. I just... I absolutely love Edgar Wright movies. Um, Baby Driver is definitely one of my top 10 favorite movies of all time. Um, Last Night in Soho, that just came out. A great fucking horror movie. Um, Edward Gray just does a great shit with his movies. Um, Into the Spider Verse is the, I love Spider Man. Always grew up loving Spider Man. It's the, my favorite comic book movie. Uh, Reservoir Dogs. I'm a huge Quentin Tarantino fan, but Reservoir Dogs is still one of my top favorite movies. And there's just so many, man. There are so many fucking movies that I love. It's just like we don't have enough time. So right. uh, will you promise to come back again and we'll talk about I will. some more? I will. And you guys, everybody should see the movie Pie because it's really messed up. That's Pie. A- another one i like really messed up movies that mess with your head i would love to come back and talk about weed and movies and food. yeah we need to talk about weed and movies definitely um mm-hmm. let's see uh, emmyville horror by rob roberts was a good one um let's see exorcist scared bonnie the trilogy of terror uh rob robert watched when he was eight years old and then laura roberts says nightmare before christmas so there's some of their favorites uh please keep them coming in you know feel free to comment on the on the webpage um this show will be up on spotify and soundcloud uh hopefully in a couple days so we can uh, go ahead and continue the conversation then um kim i want you to if do you have anything that you want to um hawk while you're on with us there's anything you want to talk about you have an art show coming up right too yeah so i'm gonna plug that art show again so uh there is a coffee shop in boulder it's called ampersand and my cat is also really excited you have to show your cat we, we talked about this at the beginning like you have got to show your kitty <gasps> come here bean come here bean his name is is mr bean and this is his his chunky boy self he's a good boy and Big fucking cat. Amazing. And he's 15 pounds. So we're going to definitely plug him. But Ampersand Coffee in Boulder has artist residents uh, that come and put their art up for a month at a time. So the month of January, I will be their resident artist. And so that's over on Odell Place, uh, which is off of Lookout Road and Gun Barrel. Um, And also they support uh, like women in coffee and so that a lot of the farms that they get their coffee from is sourced by like women-owned farms and so they're a really great organization and a really their coffee is the best coffee in in boulder so you should go there absolutely and we'll definitely be there so make sure you let us know the the dates again and we'll uh, all of january all of of january just go there and get a cuppa and i don't even need to be there you can just go see my art there's no like official show i'll just go in there like one morning and hang my art on new year's and you guys can go look at it at your leisure awesome. uh, it's paintings of my cat and some dogs and some other weird psychedelic trippy art looking stuff so it's neat that's awesome dude congratulations on that. that's awesome um i am uh, it's that time of year where i am going to hawk the christmas roast which is like one of the favorite stories i've ever written it's a holiday horror story 
Um, it's written as a Hallmark romance movie with a really fucked up ending. Um, you can get it now on Audible. Um, Trevor Wilson does a fantastic job, job narrating this book. It's only like an hour and a half long. It's a short story. Um, definitely worth your Audible credit. Or you can get off of Amazon and read it if you like doing it the old school way. Uh, definitely recommend that. Um, but also because uh, I am a whore to my craft, um, make sure that you go and pick up uh, the Race to Space Event Horizon 2. I just am polishing off uh, the very last Race to Space book. Right now, it's coming along great. But in the meantime, why don't you go back and watch or uh, read Event Horizon 2. And then, of course, um, because I am a slut for my own books, uh, Caldera. I need you to go and get Caldera. Also a great book. Um, I, a lot of good stuff, man. I, I only made like six bucks in royalties, so I need you guys to like get your, step your game up. I need to get some of this fat, fat book money. So uh, Caldera. Money. Yeah, book money. Give me that book money. Uh, Caldera, Race to Space, uh, Christmas Roast, all available on Audible, all available on Amazon. Go and pick up a copy. Um, they make great stocking stuffers uh, for people that you love or people that you don't love. So um, just get them one of my books, please. Um, other than that, um, we'll, we'll come back. Uh, I have uh, some great shows coming up for in the next few weeks. Um, uh, so last year, uh, Kim. So we have this guy named David Bondercheck that comes on. He's our one of our favorite guests. He's a, a local chef. Uh, he's been on Food Network and everything. Decorated the White House. We loved Chef David. Um, so when I knew him, he loved Christmas. He was Mister Fucking Christmas, right? So yes. we uh, every holiday season we do a Christmassy theme for the month of December before we go off on our break. Um, and last year it was like my favorite things, and so I brought David on. And about halfway through, he's like. I hate fucking Christmas. Like I despise everything that there is about the holiday. And it like it shattered everything that I knew about myself and everything I knew about the world. It was completely shattered in like an instant. So this year we're bringing David on and we're having a debate. Why does he hate Christmas so much versus me who is like Mr. Fucking Christmas. So uh, make sure you guys tune in for uh, me and David Christmas. Yes. Versus Christmas. No. Um, All right. Hopefully we'll bring James back for a James's game. I know he's itching to get some James's games going again, uh, but our holiday series will be starting up here in a couple of weeks. Uh, I think we're taking off uh, one more week and then we're going to start back in with our holiday series. Um, but we definitely want to invite you back on Kim. Cause we love having you on. Uh, we definitely need to. Here. Yeah, we definitely, we have a lot of shit coming up in the second half of our season. Uh, Kim will be back on with Courtney. We're doing some more ask the expert episodes. Um, and we're going to branch out. Like we're going to go with some crazy, like, we're talking a lot about sci-fi. We're talking a lot about um, comic books and stuff in the next half of our season. So, um, you know, we have a lot of good stuff coming up at the end of the year or over next year. So definitely uh, pay attention, you know, come to Facebook, watch us on YouTube and on, on Facebook, we're available. Uh, you can go to Twitter and Instagram, but I'm not even going to give you those names because I don't ever check that shit anyway. Uh, just go to Facebook. I, I read all the comments on Facebook. I haven't been on the Instagram in probably three months. So, um i'll be completely honest with that um if you want to throw a couple bucks our way if you like what you saw you know please go to our venmo at chucky pacific 303 throw a couple bucks our way which leads me to uh i want to thank paul and betsy hawkins who are our season sponsor um and my aunt bonnie who's watching tonight she also chipped in and she was one of our season sponsors as well um that's pretty much all i have you know thank you guys so much for commenting uh, i really appreciate all the comments on there uh we have a bunch of new uh people who uh, tuned in this week to see us i hope you enjoyed the show uh any last words of wisdom kim 
everybody have a really, really safe holiday. If you've been drinking, just call an Uber. Don't get in your car because your family just wants to see you for Christmas a month later. You got to make you got to make it to Christmas. I like that. That was way better than I was going to say. Um, let's see if I can piggyback off that. You know, uh, Kim's absolutely right. You know, don't drink and drive, please. Uh, I know way too many people that have been infected by uh, people, uh, victims of drinking, driving accidents. Um, so definitely uh, be safe this whole holiday season. Um, COVID's still out there. So uh, wear your mask. Even if you're double vaccinated, you know, still wear your mask, wash your hands. Just assume that the people around you that don't have a mask on are probably you know, infected with something. So uh, you definitely don't want to bring COVID into your Thanksgiving because uh, that was going to ruin a lot of people's week. So, um, you know, be good to each other. Um, you know, Mr. Santori, who's one of our uh, hosts here, he always ends his show with be good to each other. And that's, you know, going into Thanksgiving, that's like, that's really, you know, the the perfect sentiment is going into this week. So like, just be good to each other. People are short staffed. People are stressed out. COVID's still a thing. Holidays are stressful as it is. Uh, you know, just you know, have a little empathy for each other. Be good to each other. Um, that's all I can really ask. So thank you guys so much for watching. Kim, thank you so much for being on. Um, all my love and prayers go out to James and his family. Uh, thank you guys. Have a good This has been a Truckee Pacific production. For sponsorship inquiries and comments, go to the Mile High Podcast at gmail.com.